I imagine that St. Paul said a lot to himself. Why? Why me? Hold this treasure in earthen vessels. He writes to the church in Corinth. When I imagine this man who grew up as Saul of Tarsus, I imagine him traveling around the Roman Empire and sharing this gospel so unbelievably aware of his own inadequacy and brokenness. I can't imagine how many nights he spent both shattered and overwhelmed in awe, saying, I hold this treasure in an earthen vessel. Remember my diaconate year, I was the fall of 2015, and uh, so excited to be getting ordained. So excited. And everything that comes along with ordination, uh, buying clerics for the first time that don't fit me anymore. <laughs> they will one day. <laughs> That's the hope of the gospel. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got that section in our closet, don't we? <laughs> but buying clerics, dreaming about the first Mass I'm going to preach as a deacon, dreaming about the first Mass I'll ce celebrate as a priest, and one of those awesome things that you get to do uh, as a soon-to-be ordained priest is uh, get a chalice. And the priest of my home parish growing up, Father Damien Ferenc, he, uh, he was this incredible example of the humanity of the priesthood. He was the one who first made the priesthood so attractive to me as a 15-year-old boy, that you, not only could you know culture and rock and roll and Flannery O'Connor and Bruce Springsteen and all of these things, but you could also love weightlifting and drinking beer and Jesus, <laughs> that they could all go together. But I, I remember um, his chalice. He had this incredibly beautiful chalice. It was, it was very large. It stood about 11 and a half inches tall, and it was this beautiful carved pewter. It was Baroque, the Baroque style, which is incredibly ornate, right? Any of you have ever been to the Church of the Jesu in Rome? You know that's the, the, uh, the mother church of Baroque style, just, just gaudy and awesome. And it was this beautiful silver uh, base with this beautiful silver stem that opened up into this golden tulip at the top. I wanted a chalice like his when I was getting ordained. And I remember looking through the archives downtown, looking at the old chalices of old priests, and many of them were earthen vessels. <laughs> and I didn't want those. I spent a long time looking on uh, the internet, and I came across this company in the Netherlands that they were responsible for um, preserving and 
handing off the religious goods of closed churches. And I, I remember seeing this chalice online. As I was scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling. It's like the priest, ver- this is going to sound so sacrilegious. This is a priest version of Tinder, right? It was like swipe right, swipe. That's like, oh man, stop, right? I've never been on Tinder, <laughs> full disclosure. But I remember swiping through and then seeing this chalice, and it stopped me in my tracks. It pierced me, right? Pierced by the beauty of this chalice. And uh, my parents were so gracious enough to buy it for me. It was, it was uh, from the 18th century, this stainless steel, or I'm sorry, this pewter masterpiece with a gold cup at the top. There's this instinct that we have in our hearts as lovers of Jesus to put him in beautiful things. Beautiful churches, uh, beautiful tabernacles, to surround him by beauty because we know he's worthy of it, right? I wanted to have a beautiful chalice for my priesthood and I wanted beautiful vestments. Think of St. John Vianney surrounding his parish in beauty. St. Paul, we hold this treasure in earthen vessels. Not gold, not pewter, not diamond, not ruby, but, but earth. And the earth will always protest the coming of the treasure. The earth always protests the coming of the treasure. No, 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 no. I am so unworthy to hold you. I think of the mud in the Garden of Eden, sitting there, fresh from creation, feeling the hands of Yahweh reaching down and sculpting him. And mud suddenly realizing, I'm being fashioned into the image of God. No, 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 no. You cannot possibly blow into my nostrils your breath that just brought me into existence from nothingness. Or the ark. The chaotic waters have come upon the earth. But God had told Noah, build an ark out of the raw material of the earth, this wood that was being fashioned to hold a microcosm of God's order and floating Eden. I'm just wood. Who am I to hold the garden? The bush that just grew on a hillside in Egypt in the howling desert All he wanted to do was grow and take in light and take in soil and take in water. And then one day he feels himself filled with the fire of God. And he's speaking. Who am I to speak? Who am I that you should speak through me? Or the forest 
of Lebanon. These beautiful trees, the cedars, it smells so fragrant. And God speaks through Solomon. It is now time to build the temple. Harvest the trees from Lebanon. And they're fashioned into boards and they realize we're being made into the house of God. That within us is the glory cloud. No. We hold this treasure in earthen vessels. And then one day in this tiny town called Nazareth, heaven approaches earth. Earth that was in the fashion and form of this young girl. She doesn't protest. She doesn't throw up walls or barriers. But she also doesn't, doesn't say, I deserved this. I've earned this. Or I'm worthy of this. She says, let it be done unto me according to thy word. It was out of her humility that she held the treasure in the soil, in the earthen vessel of her immaculate womb. It's a yes, born out of humility, not worth. And the whole earth, every molecule of created nature says yes in her and sings Magnificat, anima mea. that the whole universe should hold its creator. Not because it was worthy. And then the treasure visits Elizabeth in the hill country of Judah. And Elizabeth protests, who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? that the treasure should stay in my house. Or Joseph. Do not be afraid, Joseph, to take Mary, your wife, into your home. the cave in Bethlehem. That the great dignity of the cave was that he got to keep animals, irrational beasts warm out of the elements. And then out of nowhere one night comes the treasure. And the manger looking up says, no, 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 no. I'm just wood. I'm just straw. 
All I do is feed animals. You cannot put him here. Or that donkey on its way to Egypt in flight. The lifeboat for the word. The earth, the sky, the water, the air of Nazareth for 30 years just was in awe. Why should we get to uphold his feet? Why should we fill every cell of his body? Why should we get to fill his lungs, who is the breath of life? Why should we? get to be this for him. Or the wood of the cross. Who lived in shame for being an instrument of torture. All I did was deliver death. My purpose was death. And then he sees the Romans bringing life himself. And with such shame and overwhelming humility, he receives the body of the king And he holds him unfurled for the world to see. For three hours, he didn't flinch. Or the cave that Nicodemus had carved. He sees the procession coming towards him. And the cave holds his breath because all he knows is death and decay. And he feels life himself be placed inside and he says, how can I receive him? Don't roll the stone in front. The tomb protests. Earth protests. But the treasure comes anyway. Always. Because beauty is not commercial. It's not mercantile. It's not a product. It's nothing that can be earned or bought that we can become worthy of. And maybe you've felt this this week as because I know I have. 
Lord, do you not know how unworthy I am? Do you not know the clay of which I made? Do you not know how fragile I am? Do you not know how quickly I break? Beauty says yes. The treasure says yes. I know that I am coming regardless. Hold me in the earthen vessel of your life. Hold me in the earthen vessel of your heart. In your humanity, in your poverty, in your littleness. Don't calculate this. Stop trying to measure it. And do not protest any longer. Tremble that I chose you. Tremble that I prefer you. Tremble that I delight in you. Tremble and gasp, but do not protest. worthy of the beauty you are worthy of the beauty you are worthy of everything that we've been talking about this week Test no longer.